0: Welcome to season two, episode four of the set. Very excited to be here from the northern Maine wilderness. How's it get there in Rhode Island?
1: Uh, pretty solid. It's looking like a, it's turning into fall. Yeah, feel feel the brisk weather now.
0: Okay, we're not here to talk about the weather. We're here to talk about sports. And the first sport we're going to start off with today, folks, is the MLB. And who cares? No one. But we're still going to cover it. So let's get right into it. The Tampa Bay Rays uh, clinched their postseason and their division. Very exciting news for them, I think.
1: Go Rays. It is very exciting in terms of that. uh, the beginning of this season. They probably were not expecting to be at the top of the American League. Uh, Kevin Cash managed this team well. I don't think anyone, like, they really don't have any star power at all. I mean, they had Tyler Glasnow, but um, he ended up being out for the season with uh, Tommy John surgery. So, if you look at their team, they don't really have that team, but they may do, and congrats to the Rays.
2: Well, they they did make a push to the World Series last year. They didn't have what it took, but their team is legit through and through.
1: Yeah, b- baseball is different. It shows that, like, stars aren't always the way. You have to have good depth. You have to have good all-around, like, position-wise. Um, you look at the Angels, they have the two best players in the league, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. And they're not even close to playoff contention. So it's just how baseball works.
0: The Chicago White Sox also clinched their division in their postseason.
2: Yeah. And they're a very weak division. That was kind of expected. They still stand out. They're a strong. Team. Oh yeah. They're a
1: great team, but the division was expected, but yeah, they, they're a really good team and they could, they can make a strong push to the world series. I I wouldn't doubt it at all because their pitching is phenomenal. So, that's that's their strong suit. Nobody's going to beat them in a pitching battle, except maybe the Dodgers if they get to the World Series.
0: The Yankees swept the Red Sox in the series, in the series to get a lead in the wild card.
2: Let's go, baby! That's what I'm talking about, New York for like, <laughs> Not the Mets. Yeah,
1: that's that's not good. That's not good at all. Um, yeah, it was a really tough series for the Red Sox. Um, Stanton just had a hell of a series. And, in fact, he was actually the um, the only other Yankees other than Stanton to hit three home runs and 10-plus RBIs in a series against the Red Sox was Lou Gehrig, Mickey Mantle, and Babe Ruth. Those three names you should know. They're, like, three legends in terms of baseball. And the fact that Stanton's in that conversation is crazy. I don't think Stanton's a legend, but the fact that he's in that conversation is amazing. And it's not, like, a joke Red Sox team either. So, Shows how dominant it really was. Yes, and especially in Fenway too. That's it's even crazier. But the the race between those two teams tight. Yankees may have pulled ahead a little bit, but if um, the Red Sox and the Yankees are tied going into the wild card, the Reds tiebreaker. I'm pretty sure. So hopefully it ends up being in a tie. <laughs> that's that's for. Oh, there's actually a Mets that I saw. Um, it was like the Mets actually have the longest like win, like amount of games that like they spent winning, like they had first place and then they end up not even making the playoffs. It was some weird stat,
2: but it was the longest what? time, like division, and then not making the playoffs. Yeah, I think it was that. That's just what a, what a disappointing season for the Mets. It really was. No, the bomb hurt. Mm.
0: The St. Louis Cardinals have a seventeen-game win streak, and they clinched their playoffs.
2: Yep, yep.
1: Um. As of like September like first something like that, they had like a five percent chance to make playoffs, and now they are in playoffs, and with a seventeen game win streak, and wow, like this is what they needed to happen, and it happened, crazy, crazy. Um, but I, I think it was something Tom was saying
2: about uh, like what what's the what's the winning game record streak? The longest record for wins in NLB history is twenty 26- six by the nineteen sixteen Giants.
1: Giants, wow. so
2: if the Cardinals were win out they wouldn't break that record, but they would come in second with twenty three wins. Current second place is two thousand seventeen Indians.
1: Damn oh yeah the Indians, the
2: Indians were really good in twenty seventeen.
1: I don't know. I, I think they can pull out a couple more games, but the fact that they got to this win streak in general is crazy. And the Cardinals are a good team. Um it's gonna be a crazy wild card battle between them and the Dodgers, if it's going to be Adam Wainwright versus Clayton Kershaw, and that's that's going to be a great battle. Uh, I'm pretty sure this is Yad's Yad Molina's twelfth season in the playoffs. So, uh, good things for him. It's glad that he's still getting to have some playoff action. Um, if we we will look at the award rankings right now. Not too much has changed. Otani's still probably the AL favorite. I think he's going to end up winning it. Well, the only person behind him is probably Vlad that you could argue. And honestly. At this point in the season, I think Salvador Perez probably is having a better season than Vlad. And, but it, it, it's still, Otani's the, the leader in that. He's obviously going to win that. If he doesn't, the whole world will be shocked. Uh, if you look at the NL, it's kind of a closer race with Bryce Harper, uh, Tati, Soto, Trey, uh, Freddie Freeman, Paul Goldschmidt even now at this point. But I, I still think it's going to go to Bryce Harper. What do you think?
2: Yeah, no, I agree. He's just dominant. He leads the team.
1: Yeah, it was a slow start to the season, but he ended up finishing really strong and had a great second half of the season. Tatis, obviously, he had a great season, and I don't want to discredit him at all, but you do have to look at the, the Padres, too. Then again, you could see the same thing with the Angels. So they don't really look at team records, but I don't know. Tatis' injury kind of screwed him over a little bit, but I think Harper just pulled ahead. Um, if you look at the AL, like the, the Cy Young race, I think... The leader is probably Robbie Ray. You could argue Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn, but I think Robbie Ray is
2: just going to take it right now. Um, <laughs> I don't think I don't think it's really close. Not to discredit the performances of Garrett Cole and Lance Lynn, but yeah, Robbie Ray's just been dominant. Just the the AL doesn't really have
1: too strong of pitching,
2: so Robbie Ray really just stands
1: above the rest. He has a 2.6 RA, his 13 to six uh, win loss rate, and he also has a 1.04 WHIP. So all, all... Ray stands above the crowd. So I think I'll go to him. The NL, on the other hand, I think it's a really close race. You have, uh, obviously, Scherzer, uh, Corbin Burns, Zach Wheeler, Walker Buehler, plenty more, but I think it's probably he's going to go to Scherzer just because he's slightly above, but it's unfortunate because Corbin Burns had a great season, too. and So did Walker Buehler. Yeah, and it sucks that they're not going to win it. If they were in the AL, they would have won it by a landslide. Sam, Sam, do you know who the uh, the best pitcher in the league is? Or... In your opinion, who do you think is the best pitcher in the league?
0: Um, Scherzer, Scherzer, whatever, however that you pronounce it.
1: You know what team he's on? The Red Sox. Close. White I, Sox. He is on the Dodgers.
0: Oh. <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. Baseball sucks. That's all you people need to know.
1: <laughs> team baseball. We're we're gonna have hashtag team baseball or team no baseball. Team think no baseball.
2: Team baseball is going to gradually
1: win, man. It should. It's expanding. It's growing right now. This is a great time. This is one of the best seasons. It's like, this is definitely going to. I was interested
0: in the beginning of the season, and then I just sort of lost my interest, especially as the NFL started coming back.
1: Yeah, it's hard. NFL is still dominant, and people are still going to lean towards the NFL. So once preseason starts, people start to shift to the NFL. But I think it's still, it's good because it's the summer. And I think. More like more now than often, people are going to look forward to the summer and be like, "Oh, well, I guess baseball like it's not too bad." So
2: they had a great season. I mean, they had the Cardinals' um, great streak—you know, one of the longest in a while. They had Degrom's uh, dominant performance before he got injured. A bunch of no hitters. Nearly saw a triple crown. Mm-hmm. It really was a great year, all in all, for the MLB
1: especially all the
2: young studs
1: showing out and the emergence of shohei otani now becoming probably the top guy in the league and once you have that top guy in the league it's something to watch you have lebron james he's been the top guy in the league and everybody's wanted to watch now there's so many stars obviously you have like Giannis now and everyone but uh people came to watch lebron um for the mlb now you have you had brady now you have mahomes people want to watch mahomes now you're looking at the mlb you have otani even tatis so it's good when you have young stars that people want to watch. They know who the best player is. And it was Mike Trout, and I think it's now Otani. Yeah.
2: Um,
1: but yeah, that, that, that's mostly it for baseball. It's, this is the last week of baseball, I'm pretty sure. I think it ends October 3rd. So it'll, it'll be playoff time by the next time we're talking. So If you ever want to watch baseball, now is the time. Yeah. This is a good time to watch baseball. Baseball and football, it's great, great stuff to watch with your friends. Watch
0: football. You can watch both.
1: Seven hours
0: of commercial-free football
1: starting now. And that's one day. Baseball is every day of the week. Well, for now. But definitely definitely watch this playoff baseball. There's a lot of good teams going on. Uh, Stay tuned for that. But that's mostly it for baseball for now. We'll check in with that next week.
0: Let's jump into the NBA. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. signed a five-year, $207 million extension with um, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I'm very, very I'm very excited about that. That's a great signing for the Nuggets. It's great potential, great future for them. So do you know what that
2: means, Blanias? Yes. The Nuggets are now the fourth team in the NBA with three players on max contracts. Can you guess the other three? Um, the bonus points if you get the players.
0: Hawks, Trey Young.
2: Wrong. You're already wrong. I'll just start. No, the- wait. Are saying, you, what's the question? With- Three players on the roster that have a max contract.
0: Okay. Uh, the Warriors.
2: All right. Who is it?
0: Steph. Clay Thompson. And who's the third? It's not, I know it's not Draymond. Yeah, no. <laughs> who's the third?
2: Someone slightly more deserving. Andrew Wiggins. <laughs> It was – Wiggins or
0: um, Wiseman was my options. So. Oh,
2: Wiseman would uh, not already yeah, have is, Yeah, that's, that's,
0: fair. that's
1: fair. good choices, but – Yeah, but somehow we figured out Wiggins has – He's in the fourth year of his
2: max, so he signed in 2017. So. Yeah,
1: he, he had potential back then, but now it's – The crazy part is just when you look at the other group. So, the other – there's two more teams. Do you think you can guess them? Just kind of, like, think about, like, max players.
0: You don't have time for me to play the guessing game here, so no. just continue. Come
2: on, come on. There's, there's two – Dominant
0: teams. Yeah. Okay. Um on max deals. Um yeah. Lakers. One.
2: Yep.
0: And uh James Harden is not on a max. So it's Incorrect. not the Nets. He is? Yes. Yeah, okay, so then the Nets. Yes.
1: Lakers with LeBron, A D Russ, Nets with uh Harden.
2: Kyrie, KD, and now you look at the freaking the Warriors with Curry, Clay, and Wiggins. It's just so. so one more question for you, Blond. yes. I want you to rank these four teams based on those three players. If it was just who, who, who has the best big three out of those four,
0: the best big three out of those four, I'd say Warriors last, um, Lakers first, Nets second. What about the nuggets They're
1: third they oh. fall third yeah third. Uh, yeah nuggets fall third yeah mm, so you're a likers over nets guy i like it
0: for now for now until until my hot take
1: oh. all right well as we're on the topic of wiggins and again we're we're not we're not trying to get too political and everything so we're just going to try and like cover stuff how it is yeah but wiggins actually he he's one of the players that having gotten vaccinated, and again, anti-vaxxers. They just haven't got it themselves. Um, He filed for a religious exemption, and the NBA rejected him. So it's kind of tough. I mean, again, he works for a business. They're his job, or they're his bosses, so that's kind of how it works. But um, it was released, I think it was today, that unvaxxed players can't be paid in home games they miss, and that's in areas of, like, New York. State one
2: um, places are a strong mask mandate. Yeah. where the vaccines mandated. Any any thoughts
1: on this?
0: Um, to keep it unpolitical. Uh, you, I mean, there's no way to keep it unpolitical. I feel like if you have a genuine exemption for not getting the vaccine, then that should be allowed. But then again, you also need to consider this is your job. You have to consider that and you may need to, it, it's a tough decision. If you want to play basketball, then maybe you need to make the decision to get the vaccine when you don't want to.
1: Yeah. I, I think the thing is, it's like it, when you really look at it, they're playing basketball. Like I, I, it's, I don't know. It's really not that serious, but again, you people, when you work for somebody, like you're working for somebody, they can tell you what to do. That's just how it works. But if I, that if you have a legit reason to not get it then you should be like allowed that because i was listening to jonathan isaac and obviously he he's like huge on his stances he's, sp- he's spoken out at the ncmba he, he's had covid before so you there's a lot of research that actually does say that like if you had covid having the vaccine like there is risk to it because you already have like antibodies and stuff so that's his reasoning so it's not like he's just saying oh no to get it, I don't want to get it. He's just explaining his reason why he doesn't think. But it it's a fair point and the NBA is fair Yeah, you know, like that's they're allowed to do that.
0: They're trying to run a business just as much as anyone else.
1: Yeah. And so it, at the end of the day big, if it's, it's a business big, decision. So, so they're just trying to be as probably as safe as they possibly can and avoid any error.
0: So um that's that's really it for the NBA Hot, Lonnie has his hot take of the day um, revolves around the NBA. So this is a very hot take. I'm not sure the boys' views on this, but here it is. The Brooklyn Nets should trade an unvaccinated Kyrie Irving for a vaccinated Ben Simmons. Let's
2: oh ha- not let, very cool. let,
0: <laughs> let, me, let me explain my thought process here. Well, I hate Ben Simmons, he would help the Nets distribute the ball in an already crowded offense. Also, Kyrie Irving being unvaccinated is a risk to the Nets offense simply because he won't be able to play in home games as of now. This is not the only reason he should be traded, however. He is simply a pain in the ass. He goes on random breaks and just needs to be in the spotlight all of the time. Ben Simmons, who's 25 years old, would be a perfect fit in Brooklyn. He is young enough to give the Nets some sort of asset when James Harden, who is 32 and KD 33, departs.
1: Well, that's interesting. Um, you, you've been a you're obviously a Kyrie hater, right? Just as much. I'm as a Kyrie
0: hater and Ben Simmons hater, equally. Um,
1: so unfortunately, yeah. I I do agree with you. like it is actually a disadvantage, which is so like unfortunate. Like that we have to like worry about this being a disadvantage. Like that he's unvaccinated, and yeah, you're right. He won't be able to play home games. Um, I I think their trio is. A great trio, and I think they should keep it together. Irving, Harden, and KD, they barely played any games together. If they have a full season of games together, there's no reason that they wouldn't be dominant. Yes, Ben Simmons would help, but I don't think switching him for Kyrie is the option. I really don't.
2: Especially in an offense where, I mean, their team is centered around offense. It doesn't really, you know, they're supposed to go out and score the ball. They don't need to move it around. They don't need to play as a team. They don't need a defensive player like Ben Simmons because they just outscore you. They're not worried about Yeah, they didn't care about defense, and it, it worked for him.
1: And also, you you were one who was advocating for mental health. So I think Kyrie's, like, random breaks. Yeah, they're annoying, but he, he's doing his own thing. He has, like, I don't know, he, he has a lot of problems that he's dealing with off the court. So I don't think that's really a reason that you have to, like, trade somebody just because they're taking time off.
0: No, I'm not, I'm not saying anything against his mental health. I'm just saying it's one of the many factors that I feel like Nets management must consider when it comes to potentially trading for Ben Simmons.
1: I think they do, and I think they've probably considered it, but I also think that it could be a bad look and be like, oh, well, the Nets are trading them because he's unvaccinated and because he like is a diva. And I don't know if the net like, this. it's just a hard situation for the Nets. But they took the chance on Kyrie, and I, I really think if they wanted to take that chance, they're not just going to ship him away. I think they really want to take this chance on this trio.
0: Yeah, but then here's the other thing. How are they going to get him to play at home? He won't. They don't need him.
2: We're going to have to wait and find out. Something's I mean, going to work out one way or the other.
1: Yeah. If it, if it really, like, hurts them that much, they'll they'll really talk to him. You know? I don't know. But I, I think they're a good enough team that, like the home games for now, they won't need him. And if he's really like, all right, I want to be there for my team, I'm gonna just do it, whatever. Then maybe that's what'll happen. But we'll we'll see then. As of right now, I really don't think him playing in the home games is too much of an issue.
0: For now. For now, we'll find out. We'll find out. Um. So let's let's get into the let's get into the meat and potatoes of this week's podcast, the um, no, no, NFL. No, no, no. <laughs> Ah, oh, I hated that. Um,
2: <laughs> it <wasn't so>
0: me. <laughs> a few, a few quick hits before we get into the actual games from this past weekend. Um, the Chiefs signed yet again another offensive weapon in uh, wide receiver Josh Gordon. He cleared all his um, everything he had to do for the NFL to get reinstated, so now he's coming back to play, and um, this Chiefs offense just got that much, that much uh, better.
1: Predictions: How long? Uh, or what week will he be kicked out of the NFL? Yeah, I mean they're only gonna be
2: this much better for two weeks.
0: <laughs> I think he can make it this time. How long? I'd i I'd say he finishes the season. And oh. if the Chiefs get a ring, then he retires. That's
1: it. I'm hoping he finishes the season for his sake, but I, I don't I, I think he's not gonna stay off the wheat, as Stephen A. Smith would say. I don't know. I I think I'll give him I'll give him to at least like halfway through the season, like week eight, something like that, but just not, not even just drug stuff, but like maybe just he's just not fit anymore. Whatever. It's like an experimental thing. It does help the Chiefs though. If he if he's how he normally is, that's an insane help for the
2: Chiefs. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but yeah. that's a very crowded offense now. Who cares?
2: Patrick Mahomes that's true. The ball. Yeah, more places to spread the ball out. Yeah, who are you gonna cover?
0: Well, it doesn't help their defense at all, but we'll get into that after. Um yeah. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers signed another um Defensive weapon in Richard, the door knocker Sherman. Oh my
1: god! Throwback.
0: Um, that's a that's a a a bold signing for them. I think it'll help them out greatly. Not that they really need help on defense, but you know, just made that defense that much better.
1: Rich, good Richard, and I I think it's a great signing. the The Bucks keep bringing in all these old veterans, and you know what? It's it's working. Bruce Arians work, and I I think Richard play how
0: he is um the carolina panthers got another defensive weapon in um cj henderson um and a, and a fifth round pick in return for dan arnold and a third round pick um, what's what does this say about the jacksonville jaguars
1: it says that the jacksonville jaguars front office is horrendous it's a dumpster fire what are they doing this isn't this is a top 10 pick CJ Henderson was their ninth selection of a pick last year and they're trading it for Dan Arnold, a tight end that you could literally get off the waivers in a third round. They're, they're swapping a fifth and a third. Like what? Why are they giving up on their, their last year's first round pick?
0: Well, I saw an interesting tidbit the other day. Um, I didn't get a chance to fact check this. So if it's incorrect, well then, Oh, well, um, all the first round picks that the Jacksonville Jaguars have traded or uh or have um picked over the past uh, i think it was uh 8 years 8 to 10 years they've all traded away except for Trevor Lawrence of this past year
1: yeah i hope so they haven't traded Trevor yet
0: <laughs> well wouldn't be surprised if urban Meyer did he's a moron
1: it's not just the picks though it's that just the jags front office is not good like they they're not good at like handling their picks it's just it's a mess
0: it's a mess, but uh, Carolina oh, Carolina definitely won that sure. trade by a long shot.
1: Oh, my God, yeah. Again, I, I was a huge fan of J.C. Horn. I said he was going to be Rookie of the Year. And you know what? He, he was close to being Rookie of the Year if it wasn't for his season-ending injury. But now they've replaced him with C.J. Henderson. He's going to be a great fill-in. And now they have C.J. and J.C. Horn and uh, Dante Jackson for years to come. And Oh, man, this team is so young and talented, and it's early speaking. But we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um,
0: and then this was some breaking news that just uh came out a few minutes ago. Um uh, Patriots running back James White is expected to miss the rest of the season per what? Shefty. Is that so? Yeah, I just got the alert. Oh my um, oh
1: yep, I see it. I see it. Wow.
0: That's um that's unfortunate for the Patriots, especially since they traded away Sony Michelle.
1: Wow. Yeah. So um Who does that benefit? That benefits Damian Harris. That means he's going to be the main guy in the offense. They're going to pound the rock with him. So as
0: long as he doesn't fumble it,
1: he's that was one slight mistake. That's not who he is. He's a great running. Wanted to be our franchise running back Um, for fantasy terms. Go and get Damian Harris. That's great. Also pick up Ramon J Stevenson. Besides uh, James White, I'm pretty sure that it's Ramon J Stevenson like Bolden as like our main backups. it's gonna be all Dame Harris. Stevenson is gonna shine if anything happens to Harris. So wow, that 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 is very interesting.
0: Unfortunate for us New England fans. But anyway, let's get in let's get into the this past week. Um upsets. Um the Chargers beat the Chiefs. Yes. Wow. Simply wow. Um this conference, the AFC West does not look anything like anyone would have imagined. I mean come on, the Broncos are three and oh. Granted they played the three of the worst teams in the NFL. But mm-hmm. um Raiders three and oh I'm eating my words currently. Chargers two uh, and one. they they could very easily have been three and oh um yeah. and then the Chiefs one and two. Wow. Wow. Where where is the biggest issue for the Chiefs?
1: Um an obvious answer their defense. Their defense is a huge issue. Um but this doesn't worry me at all that the Chiefs are one and two. The Chiefs are still a legit team. I still think they're a ten plus team and it's gonna happen at the end of the season. But defense is a legit issue, and I think it I don't think they're gonna win the Super Bowl this year. I don't think they're gonna to go to the Super Bowl this year. Um before this season, like I have Bill I had Bills Rams, and I still think that the Bills are the best team in the AFC. Yeah, you're right
2: there.
0: I have to I have to agree with you on that, unfortunately. Um
2: fantastic I, and strong offense.
1: Yeah. It's, I mean, their, their offense can hold them up, but defense wins championships. We saw it last year. We've seen it with plenty of years. We saw the Pats Rams. It was literally what game and it was just all defense. So got to have a good defense to win in the NFL. And chiefs don't have that right now.
0: The chiefs are trying to act like the Brooklyn nets of the NBA uh, with just this overwhelming offense. And like you just said, that does not work at all. They're, you have to improve the defense. You should have signed Richard Sherman over, over Josh Gordon, in yeah. my opinion. But uh, it is what it is. Decisions have been made. Suck it up and uh, suck it up for the rest of the year, and hope your offense doesn't suffer any major injuries because of this.
1: Um, Bengals Steelers was also a huge upset. Bengals are actually sitting on the top of the AFC North right now, um, technically just because of the division win, and they're two and one. Steelers are at the bottom of one and two. Uh, Browns are two and one. Ravens are two and one. It is a great division except for the Steelers. And honestly, I'm going to say right now the Steelers are the worst team in the division. I've told you guys at the beginning of the season the Steelers are going to have a down year. Najee Harris is um, actually doing better than I thought. I'll take that back. Najee's doing good, but Big Ben is terrible. Big Ben is a bottom five quarterback. He will not be playing at the end of the season. Steelers are finishing under five hundred. Bam. Nope.
2: Over five hundred. One game over you're
1: you're an
0: idiot you're an idiot they suck they have a potato as their quarterback okay he (laughs) should be on the bench right now (laughs) he sucks he didn't lose any weight that's a load of horse crap okay he sucks he is absolute dog water okay here's why okay He's old. He's washed up. Put in Dwayne Haskins. Let him get in some reps. I'd love to see what he could do with this offense. Him and Najee Harris would work great together.
1: Yeah, you know, my 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 take for the Steelers is I think that they're gonna have a really bad year and they're gonna end up trading up for a top five pick probably to get a quarterback. They're probably gonna get like Spencer Rattler or something like that. Yeah. I think this is the year that they take a quarterback in the draft.
0: So are you saying you don't see Dwayne Haskins as a starting quarterback?
1: No. I don't know. I'm really I'm, – I'm iffy about him. I, I don't for now, know. He's still just a backup. I think he's going to be a solid backup for years to come. Possibly he could end up being like a backup for – like let's say um, he's a backup for the Texans. Somebody's – the quarterback's out for the season. He's forced into the role. He could have a good season, but I, I don't think he's a franchise guy. I just don't.
0: I'd have to see how he's uh, progressed under uh, the Steelers system. See if there's any improvement, um, but I think I think he could have what it takes. But again, we haven't seen him play in a starter's role. So,
1: all right. Well, let's let's talk about some of the rookie QB. No, no. Start no. The Pats game. This is actually the Saints' first win in New England since 1995. It was an embarrassing performance for the Pats. I, I wasn't. I literally stopped watching the game. It was so bad. And I'm gonna say it right now, Mac is not ready right now they should have kept cam and yes i know you're gonna hate me for that but it's true like um so it was mark sanchez he was talking about it. he's saying like rookie quarterbacks used to be drafted and they would be benched they'd be benched for a season they didn't care oh well you're my first round pick no you're gonna learn under the qb right now and that's how it's gonna go and then you're gonna play well patrick mahomes he didn't start till his second season um multiple other quarterbacks like tom brady stuff like that aaron Rodgers, and it worked out but now we're just deciding to throw in these rookie quarterbacks. They're not ready. They're not ready for the system in anything. Should have kept Cam. And then once Cam started falling off, you put in Mac Jones. after. Once Cam started falling
0: off, he fell off the second he stepped onto the football field. The
1: second he stepped onto the football field, his first three weeks, he actually was putting up. An okay, the second over. he stepped onto the field after MVP. COVID. Putting up. He was in the top five MVP race, in my opinion. Those mm-hmm. were flukes, okay? It's
0: Listen tough. up. Listen up. Not really uh a, a unknown news flash, but Ethan Mulder is a dummy, okay? Matt Jones Brady, is ready. No, you shut up and you let me talk,
1: okay? Matt no, Jones. Tom, Tom Brady left, and we were one game under five hundred. People thought we were going to be a wash team. We were going to be rebuilding. One game under five hundred. Cam Newton was out for like three games too. So I, I think we performed great, and that was with the COVID year and everything. We should have kept Cam. Horrible decision by Bill.
0: You done talking? You done talking your nonsense? Okay, good. Good. Okay. Mac Jones is 150% ready. Okay. Prior to last week, he has had the best performances of all the rookie quarterbacks except for this week. Okay. One game does not define a player's ability. Okay. Yes. He didn't play great. Yes. The Patriots looked awful. Okay. The offense looked horrendous. Okay. But he's still ready. Okay. You'll see, you'll see this week. You'll see this week.
1: If I, if I dropped 50 points on a uh, U7 or whatever, like seven-year-olds playing pickup basketball, oh, wow, I had the best performance. It doesn't matter. I was playing against seven-year-olds. The seven-year-olds were terrible. Look at all the rookie QBs. Justin Fields, horrible. We'll talk about that in a sec. That's, That's not his fault. Horrible. I know, I know. Zach Wilson, horrible. Trey Lance barely has even gotten a chance to play, which is good, which is why I think Trey Lance is going to be the best QB. But – Mac Jones, like, yeah, he's doing okay, but it's still a horrible class right now. Nobody's performing. So that's. It's that's, the
2: third week of the NFL season. Exactly. And that's why he's not ready. It's still too early for him. You know what? No, he's right. They should have kept Cam to develop Mac. <sighs> it
1: would have helped us so much better. I want Mac for the future. I, lo- I love Mac Jones. And I think it would have been better if he just sat for a year and it would have helped him play more. It gives
2: you that, that you earned it
0: exactly. Okay, so let me it. let me ask you some questions. Let me ask you let me let me ask you some questions. You Why? boys down there in Rhode Island, exactly. okay? Question one, okay. Do Mac Jones and Cam Newton have similar playing styles?
1: No, no, but
0: okay. Question two, question two. Do you or do you not? This is a yes or no question. Believe that. Cam Newton likes to be in the spotlight.
1: I think he likes to be in the spotlight, but I don't get the benefit. Okay. It brought so much energy to the hats that should block
0: Okay. Three. With them having different play styles, why would Bill Belichick keep Cam around? What is Mac Jones going to learn from him? Everything. Everything. Cam Newton can't throw a football to save his life. Mac Jones can,
1: so he doesn't need to learn that. He teaches him aspects of the
2: game that he lacks already. Exactly.
1: You can still learn stuff in other aspects of the game. And Cam Newton won an MVP. That's all that matters. Just oh, here we go.
0: Cam Newton won an MVP
1: six years ago. Whoop de friggin' do! Just because he might be, you know, I'll admit it, he's not the same as he was back then. But just because he's not as good as he was. Now doesn't mean he still doesn't have the knowledge. He still has the knowledge that he can share with Mac to get better. He was all about helping Mac Jones. There was no reason he wouldn't. Like, while he's on the same team as him, he wants him to get better. But it pains me. There's so much that Mac could have learned, and now he's just thrown into this system, and he's already getting inflamed.
0: Nope. No. You'll see. It'll pay out in the end. You'll be regretting these words.
1: I hope so. I hope it does. But as of right now, it's not working out. And I'm mad at Bill.
0: Let's um let's keep That's this fine. let's keep this rolling a little bit. Um, Bears Browns. Browns absolutely destroyed the Bears.
1: Yeah, uh, Miles Garrett went off. He had four and a half sacks. And I, I watched some game clips. Oh man. Please go look up game clips of the game, game and watch all of Miles Garrett Miles Garrett's sacks. Jason Peters is the left tackle for the Bears. He's, He's- a Hall of Fame um tackle he's going to be in the hall of fame for sure but oh he's so washed please look up clips there's him he like barely even moves and he just lets miles garrett come second oh like what is going on the team is such a
2: mess yeah if you've seen those videos please play pray for justin fields he could uh, uh, I-
0: I did not feel as if it was Justin Fields fault and I believe everyone on this podcast can agree with me on that. Yeah. Matt Nagy is either the dumbest NFL coach or he simply wants Justin Fields to fail, okay? He has had over 150 days to prepare a game plans since the NFL draft for Justin Fields and he obviously did not, okay? He needs to go. He needs he needs to leave, okay? Start fresh, get rid of this bum, okay? Start fresh. Bring in a coach that'll help out Justin Fields with his game, with his style of play, and just let this Chicago Bears team flourish. They have the potential to do it. Matt Nagy is the only thing holding them back.
1: Yeah, Matt Nagy is horrible. He needs to. He needs to leave. Um, fact about the game: Fields had sixty-eight passing yards, and he was also sacked for sixty-seven yards. So he essentially had one net passing yard. That that is, oh man. But no, Nagy, Nagy is completely the problem. He comes in, he drafts he trades up for a QB, drafts him, and then he says, oh, I'm going to start, uh, watch Andy Dalton. Why? Why? And then that didn't work out. So now he's like, oh, I'm going to start Justin Fields. And now that, not Justin Fields' fault, that he has a bad week, and now he's all three of his quarterbacks. He's considering Dalton, Fields, and Foles. He has no clue what he's doing. Like, this is not where you want to be at. You don't want to be considering three quarterbacks. You stick with one quarterback, you roll. Now, now he's just in a pickle. It's oh man, just start Justin Fields, roll with him. They're actually the Bears are actually um, going to be moving on from Soldier's Field, which is historic. But obviously, it's too small. It's a big market, so hopefully, it's just a refresh. They get rid of Matt Nagy, Justin Fields ends up being the franchise, and that's that. But you got to give credit to Mitch Trubisky and the 2018 Bears defense. Wow, how on earth did they get to the playoffs with Matt Nagy as their coach? That's all I'm wondering.
0: Shout out to Mitch, the MVP. Missed that guy. <laughs> Maybe. Um, uh, another um rookie quarterback surprise. Uh, Packers 49ers. Um, it, I personally really enjoyed watching that game. It was a lot That's of fun great. to watch, especially at the end. Um, the 49ers had a little had a little screw up. Um, scored and left uh, Aaron Rodgers a little bit too much time.
1: Too much time is any time for Aaron Rodgers. Sorry. Can't leave any time on the clock for Rodgers.
2: Not a good move. History repeats itself. Yep.
1: But, no,
0: I was I was pretty pretty happy with that game. It was a good game. Fun to watch. So
1: for Green Bay. Green Bay turned themselves around. I was very disappointed in their first week. I was like, all right, is this going to be embarrassing? But I, I think it was just a rough week. And I think they're going to be like what they were last year, the same level of scale of MVP Rodgers, stuff like that. So good turnaround for the Packers. I think the 49ers still put on a good show and they'll, they'll be a good team as long as injuries don't hold them back the 49ers are a great team but we got to see Trey Lance come in for one touchdown one rushing touchdown and like I'm saying Trey Lance is going to be the best the best rookie quarterback in this underperforming class yeah I'm a, I'm a big Trevor Lawrence fan but the fact that he's just in a bad situation is not going to help him Trey Lance is developing under a great great situation so I think that's 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 going to be the result Ooh.
0: Um, some surprising uh, games this week. Panthers-Texans. Uh, Panthers are still 3-0. Mixie's injured. First pick, Curse. Uh, Sam Darnold looked great yet again. Uh, DJ Moore had a great start. Um, like Ethan said. Yeah, no, we're not acknowledging Ethan. Um, Panthers have the best but defense Ethan in the league. The
1: Panthers are going to have a great season. Let's go, dude. 3-0. You guys were thinking I was having a joke. No, I was serious. The Panthers are an amazing team. They have the best defense in the league. No, Rams have the best defense, then the Panthers. That's what I'm going to say. Yeah, the great. they lost JC Horn, but they lost CMC. It doesn't matter. They got uh, Chippa Hubbard coming in. Donald's a great fit. DJ Moore is going to have a great season. I'm telling you, you guys thought I was kidding. No, I wasn't.
2: Yeah, I apologize, Mulder. Every day, looks really unreal. <laughs> really. It's, telling you and it's
0: scary. It's very scary to me. <laughs> That he might actually be correct. Um, uh, poor showing by the Texans, but that's not really unexpected. Um, Cardinals, Jags, um, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are just wow, fantastic. But they also played the Jags, so you know,
2: True. unfortunate.
0: Um, Urban Meyer Jag- surprisingly used Robinson more. I'm very shocked, but I'm very happy that that happened. Yeah, it um, means- it's 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 well overdue well overdue and i still think urban Meyer should be fired but oh you know, i do
2: of course
0: you know that'll be an end of the season decision so you
2: got to give him a chance
0: but then we also had the longest uh play in um nfl history
1: 109 yards james agnew
0: so yep. a, a kick six so it was it was very fun to watch you know i was hoping that they were going to get the break the record and that ended up happening later that day but um but, yep. Yeah, no, it was it was an exciting play to watch.
1: Yeah, Matt Matt Prater was attempting a it was a sixty nine yard field goal at halftime and nope couldn't hit it. It was it was a little short. And you know if it was like 56 yards. He probably could have made it. But. Um, like
0: it was, tough, it was actually a tough day for him too. So we'll touch yep. on the um on the Ravens game next. Um, so he held the record for the longest um. The longest field goal, and then that record later got broken that day by Justin Tucker.
1: Yep, yep. six yard game. Wow. Justin, Justin Tucker, Tucker, greatest Great.
2: character of all time. Yeah. Doink off the post, absolutely. Crazy game third. Would have been amazing that
1: day. Oh, yeah. yeah. Except for the fact that I actually put the disappointment category. Ravens should not have come that close to the Lions. They shouldn't have. They had a horrible day. If it wasn't for Justin Tucker, that's an L on the board for the Ravens. Any any other kicker not making that kick, that should have been an L for the Ravens. Should have been a W for the Lions. Poor Lions fans, man. Like, but this is a good sign for the Lions. The Lions are keeping games close. They're making it fun. Kudos to the Lions.
0: It was a it was a fun game to watch. Actually, I actually enjoyed watching it.
1: Um, like we were saying earlier, Broncos three and but you know they faced th- three O and three teams, so. Again, I'm not really a huge fan of like, oh well, they're a bad team, so that's why you got to win. They're still an NFL team, but definitely don't start like jumping the board on the Broncos. They have a great defense, but their offense still face them against a real team and it's going to go downhill from there.
0: Once it, once they face a defense similar to the Panthers or the Bucks, uh, they're going to they're going to struggle a lot on offense. Um but you know, good for them. it's a great way to start the season especially with Teddy Bridgewater leading them um but you know it only time's gonna tell if this team can actually pan out which unfortunately i do not think they can but teddy bridgewater man i'm high on on teddy man
1: raiders keep on rolling and guys Carr is still up in the mvp race right now you guys thought i was kidding no not kidding i mean it was a close w but still they got the job done and unlike the the uh the broncos who've got their wins against own three teams. The Raiders all against teams who had 10 plus wins last year. So they're legit wins. They're not joke wins. Got to give it to the Raiders. And like I said, my bold prediction to make the playoffs. It's coming true. It's possible.
0: I hate to say it, but um, Derek Carr is now officially in my MVP race. Um, He's definitely going to win the MVP this year. I think, I think him and Mitchell look great, you know, the second time ever winning that award. But anyway, um, the Raiders are legit. I hate to say it, but the Raiders are legit. Um, The Dolphins actually put up a pretty good fight with Jacoby Brissett on their center.
1: You know, I think they would have put up a better fight with Jacoby than they would have with Tua. I
0: actually, I have to agree with you on that one. Um, Tua's, I don't think he's ready for the league. I think he needs a little bit more time. And I think this break right here could really help him in the long run. I thought it might hurt, but I think it actually will help.
1: I I think the Dolphins need to go all out and get Deshaun Watson. That's what they got to do. 'Cause it, he, he Why are was, you man,
0: gonna get some guy who could potentially end up in jail?
1: It doesn't matter, man. It's better than what they have right now.
2: Deshaun Watson
1: the baller, he's a top five quarterback. He's amazing. Well
0: only only time will tell.
1: I mean if he's all cleared and everything and his name's good to go, get him.
0: Um, um Rams Bucks was a fantastic game. And Matthew Stafford again, again is in my MVP conversation.
1: So okay. Matthew Stafford's in your MVP after I told you last week that he he's in. Then. He's
0: in the conversation, okay. He's still on the five, he's six. All right. Okay. He's not my front runner. He's he not my front Matthew. runner.
1: Nobody's
0: still, still Tom Brady. I don't well, care if he, he just lost to
2: lost. Tom Brady. He's I don't got-
0: care, Matt. Dude, Tom Brady is second overall in the league on passing yards right now. So I'm still taking Tom Brady over Matthew Stafford.
1: You just beat him. Cooked him. That's like saying, okay. like, Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback after Tom Brady beat him in the Super Bowl. No. That's tough. Brady just beat him. That's it. Bucks of the best team. Chiefs aren't better. Rams okay, are the best. Right. All right. You now, know
0: what? I'm saying, at the end of this, I'm saying at the end of the season. This is one of my end of the season talks. Tom Brady is going to end up being better than Matt Stafford. But right now, yes, Matt Stafford is better than Tom Brady. But at the end of the season, Tom Brady is going to be better than Matt Stafford.
1: End of the season, Matt Stafford will be better.
0: Okay. The Rams do look very good. I'm very disappointed because up to um, earlier this week, I had uh, Robert Woods on my team, and he hasn't really been utilized. The cup to Stafford connection is a lot stronger than the Woods to Woods to Stafford is. But um, uh, shout-out Casey Holland for making a fantastic trade with me. He gave me Brandon Cooks in exchange for Woods, um, and I feel like I really won that trade. So shout-out Casey. <laughs>
1: Fun fact, Cup is actually the only receiver right now that is on pace for 2,000 yards. So, could it be done? Maybe. I, I I think Matt Stafford is going to start spreading the ball out a little more, though. I think it's going to go to Woods more, Higby more. But, I mean, Deshaun Jackson's now a weapon. Apparently, he's still got it in the bag. So, again, that team is stacked, and I, I think they're better than the Bucs. Seriously do. Um.
0: Next up, we got uh, Cowboys-Eagles. Um. Eagles lost. Uh, the Eagles did not play very good, in my opinion. Um, Cowboys are Cowboys are looking pretty good. Unfortunately, as much as I don't like them, uh, they're they're looking pretty good. Uh, they're gonna have a They're gonna have a tough time this week, though, playing the Panthers. So,
1: other two. I do too. I, th- I think the Cowboys are top five to seven team though in the league, and they're they're locks for the division. You can you can argue a wall, but they're winning that division. I'll place hundred bucks on that easily. Washington football team mess right now. Eagles mess. Eagle e- Eagles have a really bright future. They look a lot more promising than last year, but they're not going to win the division this year. And the Giants, we'll we'll talk about them in a bit.
0: Giants are a joke. Um, but yeah, no. Um, they're gonna toughest contest for them, I think, so far this season will be um, this coming week. And if they if this will be the ultimate test for Dak, if he's truly back, he will he will have to
1: well, show up. I- I think their toughest contest was their Week One game against the Bucs, and he proved that he was back.
0: I think I think I feel like the Panthers are gonna to be tougher. The Panthers, in my opinion, the Panthers' defense is better than the Bucks.
1: Well, wow, right so now,
0: just just yeah. um, if you look on paper, on paper, the Bucks should be better. But right now, in this present moment, the Panthers' defense is better than the
1: Bucks' defense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's move to the disappointing teams: Colts, Titans. Both teams are honestly disappointing, in my opinion. But Colts. 0 3. This is horrible
0: for me. I'm backtracking on my Colts take from the beginning yeah. of this season.
1: Yeah, Titans won this division as of right now. As of today, I'll call it Titans won the division. The, the, the Texans aren't, the Jags aren't, and the Colts aren't. You, you still think the Texans got it in the bag? What do you think?
0: It depends how Tyrod Taylor looks when he comes back from this injury. No, it so,
1: doesn't. Well, no I feel what.
0: like I they could have, you have to admit that they could, they have
1: a chance. They're better than the Colts. Somehow they might actually be better in the Colts. No, T- Titan, Titans. Their offense is great. Their defense is still horrible, but doesn't matter. Anyways, Falcons. Giants. Two terrible teams. Falcons have been horrible. Giants have been horrible. But the Giants are the real suckers. The loss of the Falcons. Oh my God. Giants are a bottom five team this year. It, it's so sad because their roster looks good too. No, Joe Judge will be fired. That's it. What do you What do you think about the Giants? Take Tom.
2: Should be fired, all right. I'll give you that. <laughs> I thank him for all of our struggles, like I keep saying. We have all the pieces there. Saquon had a bounce back game, he did better than Yeah, Hatch he did have a really good bounce back yeah, game.
0: Yeah, Bionic Barkley played very well.
2: The last two games we only lost by two scores. Danny Dimes, the what is it, vanilla Vic? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's been playing great ish, but you know, enough to, win, enough to win games.
1: Yeah, it's not his fault
2: to be honest. They're, they're right there, they're knocking on the door.
1: Too early
0: to really give up on them. Yeah. I'm going to give up on them. Okay. Cause I'm they, they gotta they got make some front office changes. Big <laughs> big time front office changes. Okay. <laughs> shout out, shout out to Koo for winning the game for them. Okay. <laughs> Love that guy. I have him in every single fantasy team I have. Amazing. Just, just shout out, shout out him, even though he'll never listen to this and he doesn't need a shout out. Um, the G- the Giants are just awful, Tom. I'm sorry, the Giants are awful. Like you said, on paper, they have the pieces: Danny Dimes, Kenny Galladay, Bionic Barkley. They have it. They're on the precipice, but they're not. They need some. They need someone to kick them over the edge. And right now, that someone is not currently employed by the Giants.
2: No, they're better than the Eagles. They're better than the Washington football team.
1: Washington football team. They're not playing
2: better than them, though. Don't
1: get me started. Their defense is so overrated. Everyone was like, oh, top five. I know. I know. They suck. They they screwed me over this week. Uh, (laughs) Supposed to stop Josh Allen. No, they decide to let Josh Allen have a career game. Freaking idiots. Fire them all, except maybe Chase Young. Bring them to the Pats. But still, like, what is going on? Like, their run D is okay, but their secondary was horrendous. What a terrible... Thing to
0: watch me on TV. Oh my God! Well, I'm just happy I was able to trade away. Shout out Perk again for another fantastic trade. I was able to give up. Uh, I was able to get the Steelers defense in exchange for um, Washington. So I was. Um, I was pretty happy about that. But no, Washington. I had high hopes for this defense this year. I had so high hopes. Oh, I was looking forward to them. But no, no, awful, horrendous horrendous. Chase Young is your only good asset on that defense, that's it. And, um, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Josh Allen very easily could have another MVP campaign this year if he keeps this up.
1: Like I was saying, season, obviously, I obviously my bold takes, but Josh Allen was my real MVP candidate, and I think this game was the turning point. He's back to who he is, and the Bills are back, too. Um, we look at the Vikings-Seahawks game, the last games out of all the games we're covering, um, Vikings finally beat the Seahawks with Russell Wilson. Wilson's now seven and one to the Vikings, and you know, it sucks. This is, happens every freaking season. <laughs> Wilson is having a fantastic start to the season, he has the best passer rating in the league. But no, the defense is the worst in the league right now. They have the most passing yards against this, that, every single stat. Ooh, that was kind of a bar, <laughs> but no, it, it's still both disappointing starts for both teams. The Vikings, disappointing, but. I think they turned it around a little bit by finally actually being the Seahawks. That's a, that's a good sign for them. But, oh man, the the Seahawks. I wish they had the Legion of Boom right now. Oh, Wilson is his prime's being wasted away. It, it's frustrating to watch.
0: Well, my best professional opinion: Wilson needs to get out of there. The Seahawks suck, yet again. Like you just highlighted, they're having a very disappointing year this year. Um, the fact that they let Wilson lose to the Vikings, like, come on, man. Come on. I'm very happy with the Vikings performance. Um, no, Kurt, cook I was worried. I was worried that not having Dalvin cook would be a, would be a very, um, a big issue for them, but it ended up not.
1: Oh, hell no. Um, Madison is always filled in. He's always beat the role for, uh, Cook. It's it's a it's a system. The Vikings have a system, so I I wasn't worried at all. It's just no Wilson's not gonna leave. Wilson's the dame lord of the NFL. They're loyal, and that's how it's gonna be.
0: He should have left when he had the opportunity to. But in conclusion, that highlights this week's football games. Um previews.
1: Let's we'll save the best one for last. All right. Let's preview the Panthers Cowboys. And now, now that I've gotten your minds to change, what, what do you who do you think is winning the game? What do you think is going to happen? I CMC, think, oh, remember, CMC is out.
0: I think it's going to come down to a a last uh, last second drive on the Cowboys' part, and Dak's going to have to put the team on his back and get and go the distance.
1: I think it's going to come down to a last second drive for the Panthers, and Darnold's going to put the team on his back, and he's going to get a touchdown right to DJ Moore back in the end zone. I think Robbie Anderson's actually going to have a bounce back week this week, though. Um, that, that That's my confidence. I mean, everyone's selling on Robbie Anderson right now, but he hasn't even needed to use him. So when he's going to need to use him, he's going to do
2: good. I think Dallas is going to stand their ground at home really upsets Panthers.
1: It's, it's the, very possible.
2: Put the first camper on the Panthers' pass
1: parade. If the Panthers beat the Cowboys and they go 4-0, like that, they're legit. You you can't say anything against them because Cowboys almost beat the Bucks. So, no,
0: Woo. I would have to. I I hate to say, but I would have to agree with Ethan. If they can take down the Cowboys, then they are a very serious contender this year.
1: Yeah. Battle uh, um, the Cardinals in the NFC West: Cardinals, Rams. I'm going to have MVP Matt. I'm going to have
0: to take the Cardinals. Well uh, Strictly because I just don't want to agree with you um I no no Kyler Murray is gonna have to yet again have a fantastic game I mean he always does let's be honest but um I think I it's gonna be a fun game to watch there's a lot of fun games to watch this weekend but this is gonna be um one of the best ones to watch um Kyler Murray I feel like is going to rush for a hair under 100 yards I
1: don't know Rams defense I think they're gonna lock him up they're gonna shut Kyler down I think MVP they're gonna shut down his
0: passing game. I don't think they
1: can shut down his running game. MVP Matt and show who's the boss in the NFC West and in the NFC in general. Whoever wins this game, though, I, I think they're the
2: top of the NFC right now, even over the Bucks. Yeah. That's Kyler fair to Murray. say. Kyler Murray is up by the Rams defense, and they're gonna prevail undefeated.
1: Yep.
0: All right, um, we
2: covered Chargers.
0: Chargers. Raiders. I'm taking, Raiders. Justin, I'm Raiders. taking Raiders. Justin Herbert all day, man. He's coming off a great week. He just beat the Chiefs. He's on top of the world right now. He got to meet this little kid who wanted to meet him. His name was Patrick Mahomes. It was nice. He's happy. He feels like a good person for getting to meet this little kid. You know, probably signed a little autograph for him, something like that. He is going to wipe the floor with the Raiders, okay? I am very excited to see him play, and I feel like he's going to go off this week. Potential career game.
1: Call it what you want if it's an upset. Raiders. They're legit over the hard part. It's gonna be though, easily. Yeah.
0: And last but certainly not least, Tampa uh, Tampa Brady is coming home.
2: Anticipated games of the year.
0: I'd yep. say the most anticipated game of the year.
1: Yeah, I'd say so. And unfortunately, the Bucks are gonna wipe the floor of
2: Mac Jones.
0: They're not wiping the floor with Mac Jones. Okay, yes, they're gonna wipe the floor with the Patriots as a whole.
2: They should be wiping the floor with Cam Newton. But
1: if it was Cam Newton, pass... Oh, I'd be so excited to see Cam Newton get his air and hands. Oh my this. god, we we'd have an easy dub. I wouldn't even have to turn on the What TV. Shut up. I'm serious. Cam Newton versus Tom Brady. Oh man, I'd pay to watch that. I'd I have gone to the game, but not worth my time.
0: Shut up. Okay. No, no I I'm, I feel it. like okay, for this game. I feel like I'm gonna keep this short here because we're almost at our one-hour mark. Um, okay. For this game, the Patriots' defense is gonna need to show up and show up to play. Not having Stephon Gilmore is gonna be—it's gonna be a struggle. But I feel like they have it in them to at least slow down Tom Brady. Okay, we get one or two picks off Tom Brady—that's a successful day for me. I'm happy. Okay, but to um, our offense is gonna struggle a lot. Not because of Mac Jones, I just feel like I, I have a bad feeling, especially with the way this Bucks defense is.
1: It'll be thirty-three to twenty, uh, or thirty-three to seventeen. Bucks, that's how it's gonna go? There's no
2: changing the thats Thirty-three.
0: Um, sh- 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 Tom, you give your score. Let me think about mine.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go twenty-seven.
0: I'm gonna go thirty-three, um, thirty. 30? Imagine putting up thirty. Points. I got, I'm I sorry. got high hopes. Okay, I gotta have high hopes. Okay, that's the only way I'm gonna be able to watch this game. Okay, I, they game could game. do it. They could do it, Molder. They could do it. They're gonna struggle and they're gonna fight and they're gonna get injured a lot, but I don't care because I feel like they can do it.
1: If that happens. I'll send you a cheese stick, but it's not happening. <laughs> I'm
0: Okay, I don't care. I'm. I'm just looking forward to seeing, you know, Tom Brady's real replacement play against Tom Brady himself. I am just so excited for this. I'm so excited for this, and I wish I could go, but I'm not rich, so I
1: can't. I actually almost do. I, I got a four hundred dollar ticket. You know, I'd rather at home, boys.
0: Yeah, home turf. But anyway, that's all we have today for our um. Season two, episode four. If you listen this far,
1: thank you so much. Um, and that's all I got. Wait, if you listen this far, we got to do an experience comment. Red on our post, our, our most recent post, uh, like post for our episode, and we'll come take
2: it up. It.
0: Yeah, yeah, for, for real. real. No one's gonna do that. But anyway, okay. Thank you for listening. Have a fantastic week. We'll see you next time.